welcome to episode three of the Craft Beer Showdown. As always, I'm Brian, and I have a new showdown to check out. For today's matchup, I'm pitting Extract Brewing against Brewing with All Grain. A lot of people that have been brewing for a long time will say that All Grain Brewing is the only way to brew, and that Extract Brewing is like making soup. I've heard a lot of bashing of Extract Brewing in the past, and I've even knocked at some myself. With a few of both kinds of brews under my belt, I feel qualified to list the positives and the negatives of each and to pick a winner. Well, enough with the introductions, let's get it on. So what exactly is extract brewing? Well, extract brewing is the act of brewing beer using malt extract, be it liquid or dry extract. This is a common method for people that are just getting started in brewing, because the hard part of mashing is already done for you in the extract. Dry malt extract, or DME, comes powdered in a bag, and liquid malt extract, or LME, comes in cans that are either plastic or metal. There are a few levels of extract brewing, and they all depend on the amount of grain used. First, you have the extract kit level of brewing. In this, you basically have hopped extract and yeast. The extract already has the hops in it, so you don't even need to add them. This is the most basic level of brewing possible. You just mix and ferment. The next level is extract with components. In this, you use the extract and yeast from the previous kit, but here you add the hops separately. This adds the ability to control hop addition for flavor and aroma, but also adds a full-length boil, unlike the extract version. After this, you can do extract plus grain. This type has all the ingredients from the previous step, but adds some grain into the mix. In this, you steep the grains to start your wort before you start the boil. This is still pretty easy. The last level of extract brewing is known as a partial mash. In a partial mash, you use more grain than the last level, which means you need to control volume, temperature, and have some form and technique. You also sparge with this level as well. As you can see, there is more to extract brewing than you might think. Now that you have a basic idea of what it is, let's check out the positives. Well, the first big positive of extract brewing is its simplicity. Brewing with extract subtracts or eases the most difficult part of brewing, the mash. Well, let me back up here for a minute and explain what mashing is. Mashing is really the heart and soul of brewing. Basically, you mix malted grains with hot water at about 150 degrees Fahrenheit for a certain amount of time to let the enzymes break down the starches in the grain, which produces sugars. Once this is complete, you drain the liquid, now called wort, out and pour more hot water over the grains. This is called sparging. There's a lot more science to this in controlling temperature and a few other things, but as long as you understand this, you're good. Back to extract brewing. The lack of this mashing process is a huge plus, which leads us to the second positive thing about extract brewing, and that's the lack of overall complexity. This is a great way for someone who has never brewed before to start and have reasonably good results. This easier brewing method helps newcomers to understand the basics of the boil, adding hops, pitching yeast, and bottling. If you can follow directions and boil water, you can brew an extract beer. It's really that simple. The third positive about extract brewing is the low cost of equipment. You definitely need less equipment to brew with extract than using an all grain. This is another reason extract brewing is great for your first beer. The last positive I'll mention here is how easy it is to have a good finished product. There are few things better than drinking a beer you made with your friends and having it actually be good. Okay, enough with the good stuff. There are definitely some negatives here to extract brewing, so let's check them out now. Well, the first big negative here is the lack of control over your beer. When you use extract, you lose the ability to control how the grains are mashed, 
what grains are used. So there's a lot less fine-tuning that can be done. It's basically plug-and-play. The second big negative here is the freshness of the product. Liquid extract does go bad, and it does do that somewhat quickly. That means if you're buying it in a kit, as most extract brewers do, the possibility of it being old is very high. This means that even if you do everything right in your brew, you might still get a stale, cardboard taste in your finished product. You need to make sure that the extract is fresh. The same goes for the grain, if you're using a small amount in your brew. If it comes in the kit, that means it has probably already been milled. Grain that is unmilled can last a very long time. Once you mill it, however, the clock starts running. If you don't know when it was milled, it may very well be stale. Another negative here is that you're kind of cheating the brewing process. While it is easier to use extract, you're taking a shortcut. And to some people, shortcuts are a big negative. Well, with the positive and negatives out in the open, what is my overall impression of extract brewing? Well, overall, I'm a big fan of using extract in brewing, but doing so with a stepping stone. I think more people should brew their own beer, and extract brewing is a great entry point to the world of brewing. Doing an extract brew really does teach you the basics of beer, so that things like hops, yeast, barley, and wort are no longer just words to you. They actually have meaning. You have seen these things with your own eyes. You held them, you put them into a, a pot. Now when you taste a beer, you can smell the lot of the hops, and you can taste them. You actually know why they're there. Now on to all-grain brewing. So what exactly is all-grain brewing? Well, this is true brewing. This is when malted barley or wheat is used to create the beer. No extracts are used here, just the basic ingredients from the updated Reinheitsgebot. Water, barley, hops, and yeast. In all-grain brewing, you use these to craft a beer that is all you. Basically, to do an all-grain brew, you start with mashing, as I explained above. Depending on the desired alcohol level of the beer that you're brewing, and the type of grain you're using, you mash for a certain period of time before draining the water and sparging the grain to extract all the sugars. From here, you move to the boil, where you add the hops and any other ingredients you may be using in your beer. This can last anywhere from 60 to 120 minutes, once again depending on the beer. Once this is done, you cool the wort and you add it to the fermenter, usually a glass carboy. Next, the yeast is added and fermentation starts. All-grain brewing is basically the same as extract brewing, with the key step of mashing included. Mashing is an art, which is why it is hard to perfect. Let's check out the positives of all-grain brewing. Well, the first big positive here is control. You gain a much higher level of control over your beer by mashing. Controlling the temperature perfectly here will give you the building blocks to a great beer. There's a lot of chemistry involved here, which as a home brewer you don't need to understand 100%, but basically how you mash results in how sugars are pulled from the grain. You are in total control. The next big plus here is freshness. You can buy the grain unmilled and either use a mill at home for this step or get the homebrew shop you're buying it from to mill it on the spot for you. This gives you the freshest possible ingredients for your beer. Third, since these are rarely sold in kits, you can control every ingredient and get the best out of every item. The last big plus here is that you know exactly what you're getting. In an extract brew, you don't know all the ingredients, but in an all-grain brew, you've seen every ingredient in its most basic form before you start. Well, those are some definite pluses to all-grain brewing. Let's look at the negatives and see how they match up, just to be fair. The biggest negative here is complexity. 
Doing an all-grain brew with a mash means there's a lot more room for error. If the mash isn't done correctly, the finished product will not turn out well at all. Another negative to all-grain brewing is the extra equipment required to properly brew with all-grain. This adds significant cost to the equipment, as well as storage space. Along with difficulty comes mess. There's a lot more to clean up from an all-grain brew than an extract brew. The last big negative I'll mention here is time. Doing an all-grain brew can easily double the time it takes to brew a batch of beer versus extract brewing. Overall, extract brewing is king. Brewing is an art form, and brewing with all grain is staying true to this art. Some skills are worth learning, and I really think that brewing with all grain is one of these things. While difficult to do properly, nothing easy was ever really that good anyway. If you have the means to do so, I strongly recommend doing an all grain brew. So, now that we have the good and the bad to both extract and all grain brewing, it's time to check which one's still alive and crown the victor. But which one will it be? And the winner is... Well, it's complicated. In the last two podcasts, there was a pretty obvious winner in each showdown. Here, not so much. While if we're talking about which of these choices gives the better finished product, all grain brewing wins hands down. Same goes for the topic of art and skill. But if we're talking about teaching people who have never picked up a vial of yeast before or held a bag of malted barley, the winner is extract brewing without a doubt. When I started craftbeeracademy.com, it was meant to be a place for people to come and learn the basics of beer and learn the more difficult topics with me as we go. With this idea in mind, I can't crown All Grain Brewing as the undisputed champ for this showdown, for the sheer fact that it brings more people to brewing and keeps them in it so that they can learn to brew like the big guys do. So I think the best option here is to give participation awards to both. For overall quality, taste, and for staying true to the art that is brewing, All Grain Brewing wins hands down. For these ideas, there really is no contest. People have been brewing beer for thousands of years, and I'm pretty sure the Egyptians didn't have cans of liquid malt extract to start their brews with. For beginning to brew, an easy to intermediate skill level and cost, the award goes to extract brewing. This really is the best way to get newbies into the brewing world, and have more people really understand why craft beer is better than the macro breweries. Seeing the brewing process, even with the mash taken out, is the perfect way to educate those wanting to start but not knowing how. Nothing builds self-confidence like a case of good beer in your fridge that you made yourself, even if you did use extract. Well, that wraps up the podcast. I hope you learned something about both types of brewing, and if you've never brewed before, try it. Get an extract kit and the basic tools for brewing and make some beer. I'll post links in the show notes and on craftbeeracademy.com where you can get the basics to get started. If you've brewed a few extract batches and want to learn more, I say go for it and try all-grain brewing. With the basics under your belt, it's really not that hard. Lastly, before I sign off, I wanted to mention the book Radical Brewing by Randy Mosher. I grabbed a lot of facts from this book for today's podcast and use it as a resource for brewing and general beer knowledge. I strongly recommend picking it up. You can go to craftbeeracademy.com radical to get it on Amazon. Uh, this link and the links that I'll post on the site are all affiliates, so I will make a few bucks if you buy from them. If you'd rather not use them, that's fine too. But still brew some beer and read the book. You really won't be sorry. Well, that's about it for today's show. Thanks for listening, and until next time, cheers. Cheers.